Welcome back to another episode of Pandemic Exposure, where we take a look at some of the things which this COVID-19 pandemic might be exposing about what our culture believes and values and how that's working for us. If you listened to episode four last week, we were looking at hurry, our kind of obsession with getting things quickly, multitasking, rushing around, trying to make the most of our time. But the effects that that has on us and the ways that we're paying for that without realizing. Now we maybe need to learn to slow down and be more present, more loving to those around us. This week I wanna think about gratitude and what this time might be showing us about the way we view what we have and what we take for granted. And stay tuned for an absolute treat at the end of the episode. Good morning, hope you're well. I don't know what springs to mind for you when you think of gratitude. It might be something you think you should have more of, or you might see it as a kind of cliche idea that you don't really see the point of. Ideas about the benefits of gratitude have become more popular in recent years, with an increased awareness of the psychological and mental health benefits of being more thankful. You may have come across gratitude journaling, or seen widespread movements to live more mindfully, present to the moment, and grateful for what we have. One study found that people who wrote down things they were thankful for in that week ended up being more optimistic and happier over time. And then there's the other rumoured benefits of improved sleep and deeper relationships when we're grateful. Sure, any of us will feel gratitude when something great happens or when we're feeling good. But there seems to be a reverse effect too. Consciously bringing to mind what we're grateful for. We experience a positive feeling about that thing and about life, even if we weren't feeling it before. So if it has such miraculous effects, why do we struggle so much to be grateful? Why do we have to spend time and effort writing things down that we're grateful for, trying to remember what happened in our day? in order to get these benefits. It just doesn't seem to come naturally to us. I see two reasons for this. Firstly, the way each of us lives relies on a certain understanding and assumptions about our environment, what's around us. We become accustomed to a certain standard of living, for example, what we look like in the mirror and typical behavior of the people we live with. This is why the first time you ever got a like on Instagram, you were probably well chuffed with yourself and it meant a lot that someone liked what you shared. Perhaps now you've become accustomed to a baseline of likes and anything below that average is just a bit disappointing. Our brains don't have the capacity to waste, constantly reprocessing the same information about our environment every day. Ah yes, everything's the same as usual. Yep, that's still there. Mmm, this tastes exactly as I expected. As humans... We need to grow accustomed to things so we can move on, so we can ask what's next or what's new and actually get anything done. It's often why we don't handle change too well, as many of us have found when lockdown kicked off. But we love the kind of rhythms and routines that we may have picked up by now and the freedom they bring. Secondly, I think we've also been taught not to be grateful. Of course, it's in the interests of any retailer, tech company or service industry that you aren't satisfied right now, so that you would buy into not just the product they're selling, but the promise they're selling. A promise of a happier, easier, better life, finally with everything we need. 
our marketing and consumer culture tells us to want more, tells us that what we don't have, we need. We've become accustomed to so much that we were never really given the chance to appreciate. We're way too distracted by the things that are being dangled in front of our face that we forget the stockpile of blessing that we've already been given. But with our plans, our freedom and our uncertainty taken away, maybe now's the time to see what we had all this time. But why give thanks when there's so much that's wrong? When it feels impossible to say, oh, I'm just so grateful. Because I think we have an inbuilt longing for the best, for more, for eternity. I think that's such a good thing and it's not going to go away until it's fulfilled. We want goodness and peace restored. And I think that's why we find it so hard to say thank you amidst situations which have fallen short of our expectation, our standard for how things should be. Situations like this. This coronavirus world has put our relationships on hold, or on Zoom at least. We've had any certainty of the future taken away, and our control of the present has vanished. Our routines and rhythms, plans and dreams, things to look forward to. Some of us may be finding this easier than others, but we've all lost something. What if there's a meeting point? A meeting point between our longing for better and our difficulty expressing gratitude? What if the very one we blame for not giving us everything that we want, God, is the very one who can give and has already given us everything we most need and long for? Think back to those promises we're sold every time we look up at a billboard or a YouTube ad is forced upon us. Ease, satisfaction, happiness. Yet it's airbrushed and contrived, unlikely to offer us more than a brief feeling of pleasure. Now let's flick back further, a couple of thousand years even, to a man named Paul. His satisfaction was once fueled by the murder of any and every follower of Jesus at the time, but he had his life turned around by Jesus himself. He writes this in a letter to the Philippian church included in the Bible. I have learned to be content, whatever the circumstances. I know what it is to be in need, and I know what it is to have plenty. I've learned the secret of being content in any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living in plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. Amidst shallow offerings from the world, Paul has found the secret to contentment whatever the circumstances in Jesus Christ. And that's the key. Why? Because it means we can be grateful whatever we have regardless of what we have. And so we're not grateful dependent on specific situations and requirements. There's no condition to it. We can have a relationship with Jesus, who loves us and died for our sin, and that's enough. It's from this place and this place alone that we can truly be grateful for everything else that we're given. Maybe we actually don't know what we need. We might not have everything we want or think we need from our tainted human perspective, but maybe he's actually given us everything we really need in Jesus. A love with no conditions or limits, a peace beyond our understanding, a satisfaction whatever our situation. Maybe he truly has blessed us more than we could ever know, and we should live grateful to him. 
Thanks for listening to this episode on gratitude. I hope you maybe see gratitude in a positive light now, a way of thanking God for everything that he's given us regardless of the situation we find ourselves in. Something that really helps me and I just love doing is just making a list in my head of five things that I'm grateful for each day and thanking God for them and it never fails to bring a smile to my face. Stay tuned for the final episode in this podcast series. And here's a clip, with kind permission, from Lion of Judah's latest single, Grateful, featuring Drakeford. Turn it up and go check him out. So I'm grateful, my only claim for the Father is you. No other found this world could offer would do. Without your grace I don't know where I would be. I can't believe you see a brother in me. My only claim for the Father is you. No other found this world could offer would do.